when we... Are we uh, going to say the actual sentence? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right, Did I only just start recording or were we sweet that whole time? No, I just started. Right now? Yeah, just then. Oh, bro. You dog. That was our intro. We were, we were, we were introing up then. This is the intro. Did you not tell the voice change? You ruined. <laughs> so oh. Jace, I missed you. <laughs> so you bloody should have. Man. I don't expect anything less. Um, I'm not so, the co-host. It's like ah. Okay. So we just uh, had a nice little intro, but we weren't running. So I don't know what we talked Tangent about. Tangent everything. Yeah. Now I'm excited to, to actually read out the third point. You have <laughs> the to actual now. sentence. You have to wait. Now. No, nah, I'm going to build... Well, I'm building suspense. Oh, okay. That's all. What are no, the no, topics today? No, 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 no. We're not going to say oh, that we're going to do it later. I'm just saying <sighs> that... Audience is so confused. <laughs> I'm just saying that I can't wait to read it out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Jason's back. It's just you and me again. Yeah. Um, it's been a pretty big couple of weeks, so we're probably a bit grumpy. So, it could be some... Uh, yeah. Rants ahoy. Is that right? Land ahoy? No. It's a company. You say all kinds of random shit. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the feedback we get is like, I just laugh at Let's you. Let's do a fucking, we'll, not, just, we'll never say the name of that sauce ever again. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tripped People, over it. Yeah. I was comfortable with it and then I tripped over it and it just fucked me. Yeah. Tam posted <laughs> on Instagram. It's yeah. like, and it's not going there again. He probably, um, every time you, you make one of those, because I feel like it happens a little more to you than it does to me. Um, he probably like timestamps. I asked for I asked for actual timestamps, and he only has timestamps of bloopers. Yeah, when he... Ben said something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, all right, so the actual initial content before we get to the now suspense filled <laughs> section three of the podcast uh, was we're talking about wearables. Yeah. Maybe in general, and yeah, then we'll specifically yeah, that'd be cool. dive into yeah, to do to your thing. one. So, yeah, um, I've so only had two. I want to give you a story. Oh, well, we'll give a story. Let's let's go story, story time. time. So my wife, Children? my wife's not going to appreciate this, but she doesn't listen. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook. Or I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Seth comes home and goes, and she's like, um, "Babe, I need to wear your Apple Watch," and I'm like. What do you need to wear my Apple Watch? Anyway, she's like, There's, we've created a step challenge at work. So I need to make sure I've got something that can count the steps because we're going to every night put the steps, like they've all got this one person who's got them in a spreadsheet and they've got, they're in a group on Facebook, you know? Yeah. And so they're like, you know, she's up at all hours, like first thing in the morning, you know, stepping away. And then she's like, you know, we're going for walks at the gym. Uh, sorry, after work when she's already been to the gym. She put on the dog's leg, yeah. Um, nah, well, our dog, it's, we can't do that with our dog. She's fucking lazy. <laughs> it's just like, it's yeah, around you can't even do it. Yeah, like, you might get th- three minutes and it's like, you know what, fuck this, man. I'm like, <laughs> do you know how they say, like, dogs are like their owners? It's definitely like me. Yeah. It's like you'll get probably three minutes of running, if that. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm, 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 ta- I'm tapping out, bros. Give me a day of napping. <laughs> so anyway, so like she's up and about, like walking. They, yeah, she's a school teacher, so she's walking with the kids. Um, you know, lunchtime, yeah. uh, recess. Anyway, so um, you know, the watch has to be on to give them a proof of the recording, right? Yeah. So. One day, just take note for those that are watching. Jason is not currently wearing an Apple Watch. Yeah, Did you hear the story. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, we've got the soundboard. Oh, that was the perfect time. We'll get there. We'll get there, guys. So now, so I'm sitting in my office, you know, whatever, and then she comes in and like, have you ever had that example of like when an adult just like starts to act like a child mm-hmm. and. 
She just comes in, she's like, oh, no, no, this happened. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what, what, like, one, <laughs> one, I can't understand you. And two, like, what happened? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I, I smashed, I dropped the, I dropped the watch and I smashed it. Oh. And I was like, okay, so how bad is it? And then she's, no, I said, I'll show you. She's like, no, I can't. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fuck, that's usually a bad, that's usually a bad reply, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, show it to me. <laughs> then, I, then I'm just like, show it to me. <laughs> so it was cooked. All right, the whole thing was smashed. It's a series one, so um, Apple Watch. So it was one of those situations where, you know, it was more, it was more money to repair it than it was yeah, to buy, to a, new buy a new one. And so, like, I don't know about anyone else, but like, you know, when things go wrong, you make rash decisions, like, because you just want to fix it. Like, yeah, you just do dumb shit, yeah. <laughs> so she's like on the phone to Apple and she's like, oh, it's going to cost us much to fix it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, 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 no stop that. <laughs> so anyway, so then I was like, right, I got no Apple Watch. And even before that, I was like, fuck man, you know, I miss my Apple Watch. Like, I miss it. I, yeah. You know, it's good to have when I'm training people, you know, if a little notification comes up, like someone's like, you know, I'm running late or I can't make it or something, you just look and you're like, cool, you you know you've got more time with that client, so you can kind of just sit and chill for a bit. Yeah. Um, or if, you know, something's important is coming up, you're like, even what, sometimes I've got like, it vibrates five minutes before my next session, so I know that I'm, I Wake have up. to go. So anyway, I was like, I was really kind of missing the dynamic of having the watch for my own organization. And sometimes you get stuck at the laptop and like the move thing will tell you to get up. Yeah. Which mine did just before. So anyway... <laughs> Um, and which, then, yeah. which we both ignored and then yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it was just taken from me like you know like I didn't even I was like you know what I feel like we should just get you like one of those little pedometer things and like you know you, I'll, I'll take the watch back you know I need it for work whatever and then you know obviously the wife wasn't having it um, so she still had the watch of course because yep. yep. that's how it works yep. and then uh, yeah she broke it so um, <laughs> I, 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 I did my best to not get upset about it. And I thought I was, I was very proud of myself, to be honest. I was, I was like, all right, it's all good. It's just a watch now. And um, so then I was on the hunt for a new smartwatch. So did a bit of homework. And uh, I have moved over to the Garmin, um, the Garmin brand, the Garmin side. Because I, I did a bit of homework on this one, uh, the Vivo Active 3. And a few people were like, oh, you know, Jace, like, what is it? How is it? You know, <laughs> I just got it that day and people were asking me how it was and I was like, well, I need to wear it and, you know, yeah. kind of I don't take know, it yeah. for a test drive, you know. Um, I don't have, even have a day's worth of data. But based off the research that I did, it's like a, it was a really good kind of fitness-based watch, um, irrespective of the fact that the Apple Watch is has the capabilities of, like, you know, infinite yeah. capabilities, really. Um, so, you know, for the, the tech people out there are going to be like, ah, oh, the Apple Watch is better. It definitely is better in terms of, like, tech and capabilities. The fitness features on the Viva Active in particular um, are amazing. Yeah. So here I am with this uh, this Garmin Viva Active 3. Like the one, the things I like about it the most without making this like too much of a, like a boring tech kind of thing is um, just the, like it, is, it tracks your sleep, the battery um, takes like three, four days um, yeah. in between charges. You can wear it in your sleep. Uh, charge which, fast too. Yeah, bro. Like my one does. No, it charges real quick. Yeah. Um, it gives me a sleep diagnostic because I was going to get an aura ring. Yeah. And then I was like, Aura Ring and a watch. It's like Aura Ring's 500, you know, yeah. this. So it's like, why don't you just get every, one one in that's got everything, sorry. Yeah. Um, I had a Morpheus band as well, which I'm probably most likely going to package up and probably give away in this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Because it's not that I don't like it. It's the, this watch takes care of that now. Yeah. 
by giving me a stress score, which is a, a, a live uh, kind of average of HRV, the heart rate variability. So that we use that as a recovery marker and I have to put, give that to my coach. So it does that too. Um, and then it just like gives me the steps and you know, like all that other stuff that, that these watches do, they, you know, message comes up, it gives you a notification. You can't read it on there. Right. So that's where the Apple Watch really just does yeah, shine. Yeah, I thought you should get on that one. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I just don't know how to use it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like the steps and all that kind of shit. Like it's, it's, it's a good, uh, a good kind of fitness based watch, yeah. you know? So, um, for those that are out there, like, you know, for my clients who I like the data for the check-in and stuff. Yeah. and they don't have something and they may be looking at kind of getting something, I would definitely steer them towards the Garmin. Yeah. Um, so you've got the Active 3, the Active which 3. is a better smartwatch. Yeah. Um, so you, yeah, maybe play with it a bit more. I'm pretty sure you can get text messages and you can even reply and stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I'm just not sure how. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Dad, I didn't really get it for that anyway. Yeah, so Dad's got um, one, so he can probably help you with that. But mine's like fucking this, the notifications. Like, you know the Slim Fitbits? Yeah, I yeah. had one of them before this. It's the same. Like, you can scroll it across your screen. Yeah. And it's all right. It, I found it good to be like, that message isn't important. I don't have to look at my phone. Yeah. That message is important. I need to look at my phone. Yeah. That's yeah. what I, I liked about it. I didn't really want another form of thing that I was going to be fucking in all the time. Yeah. So, um, the watch face isn't digital like yours. It's yeah. just got a little screen, yeah. but all the diagnostics are on your phone anyway. Yeah. Um, the app's amazing. Yeah. So definitely from, again, from, I did similar research. It was like, by the sounds of it, the Garmin's way better for what we want it for. Yeah. HRV, sleep, heart rate. Yeah, just all in one stuff. All in one area. like And steps and then, that if you were going to get an Apple, you would yeah. get that based on the fact that you want to be able to use it yeah. as and, a and beyond, semi-replacement to your phone. Yeah, and beyond the capabilities of like fitness tracking. But like uh, in terms of accuracy, so me and Steph, um, when we're walking one day, like I don't, I haven't set my step distance yeah. and neither has Steph on the Apple Watch. So we were just going point to point. So we're like, all right, how many steps are you got right now? Yeah. And then we walked yeah. like just down the street and stopped. And they were within two. Yeah. So it was like, it was pretty, that's pretty, pretty, good. pretty accurate in terms of that. I know that's a very, you know, uh, arbitrary, like, but yeah. whatever. But, um, so yeah, I think that, uh, just in terms of like, uh, a one-stop shop for fitness-based stuff that the, the Garmin is a good place to start, but it's not knocking the, um, the Apple watch. Like some of the guys that I've got with the Apple watch, when they do their check-in, um, they use the breathe the breathe app and that gives one of the data points in the breathe app gives a HRV score if you take it in the morning. Okay. So it's still quite relevant. Like yeah. you can still use it. Um, they, their BPM, the heart rate monitoring on the Apple watch is fantastic. This one is very good as well. Yeah. Um, it's all about trending data for me. This is why I bought it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was good and like this is probably want to talk about a little bit more with the wearables and stuff is like the sleep thing for me just gives me an idea of what I'm doing. Yeah. It doesn't define how I feel. Correct. So I, yeah, the last, just, yeah, very the, important to distinguish that a hundred percent because we've heard it before and, you know, we've listened to other people speak about it and I've had the last two nights have been probably, you know, the worst nights of the week in terms of sleep. I obviously, I went to the Kobe Bryant thing. We got home late. Um, last night I finished work late. I was hanging around with friends, you know, talking to friends and stuff, but, um, we, I looked at it, woke up in the morning and I was like, I'm tired. I got six, but I got six and a half hours sleep, like yeah. actual sleep. And I was like, oh, like I got more sleep than I thought. Mm -hmm. So I felt better. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just like, where if I didn't track sleep, I was like, fuck, I went to bed late last night yeah. and I woke up today and I feel tired, so I'm tired. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, it was like, you know, I've had a heap of sleep and I've gone and I've felt tired. Yeah. And it's like, well, I, don't, I shouldn't have to look at a screen to see how I feel, but yeah. it does kind of a little bit influence kind of yeah. um, how I think and feel. But I, you know, we don't want to get caught up in, so just bringing this full circle, like we don't want to get caught up in using the watch to kind of influence mm. our behaviors and actions too much. Yeah. Because it's really good to give you insight. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, oh, I haven't done enough steps today. Like I've done 5,000. Like I normally yeah. average seven and a half. Cool. Yeah. So Five I'm going to go for a walk today. Yeah. But it's not like I'm meticulously looking at it going, okay, well, I've got to move every five minutes. So yeah, I make yeah. sure. Or the thing that gets me the most, and I know that it, like you would have had this conversation, is just like the calorie thing. Fuck. It's like, oh, I've burnt this much calories so I can eat this much calories. It's like, nah, nah, doesn't work that way. Even just the, anything that tries to tell you, so, and this goes for any moron posting on social media um any wearable any treadmill any anything that tries to tell you how many calories you've burnt is kidding itself yeah yeah like i'm i'm sure at some way in some way shape or form there's trending data based off like the your heart rate and the time and all yeah. that so but it's not a definitive indication at the end of the day you want to take control of what you have control of and it's like obviously you know your structure training program and you know your the, in, your energy balance from the diet as well um, the only thing that it would be good for would be one kpi of, in terms of like your output so it's like it's it's not accurate an accurate representation of actual calories burnt but whatever the calculation is, so it'd be like heart rate um, over time based on your size and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It at least gives you an idea of output. So it's like steps, for example. It's the yeah. same kind of, well, if I'm averaging an output according to my watch of 3,000 calories, that's an output number. Does it mean you're burning 3,000 calories? It tells you that's an arbitrary output number. Yeah. So if you next week output 3,100, you necessarily actually burn 3,100, but you increased your output for that week. Yeah. So arbitrarily, more than likely you've increased calorie burn, but don't pretend like you've got it down to this yeah. exact 100 calorie marker. Like, and it, and you consistently train, progressively overload, and if you're in a cutting phase and you need to progressively overload output, that's one thing you could use to do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's so, it's so much more complicated than to be like, I am normally eat 1800 calories and I now I burn this much so the difference is this so I'm going to add this on and it's like do it yeah, does it come from my protein my fitness does it as well it's yeah it's, uh, yeah and that's yeah. so with with the my fitness pal like the first thing I tell everyone like I think if you don't have premium it does it regardless yeah so you have to delete it um, yeah you know purposely turn it off yeah I don't, think, I don't even think you can turn it off man yeah, you can. Oh, really? Okay, because I, I, I tried to... I mean, I did it really quickly. I tried to like kind of yeah. turn it off for a client because I've got the premium one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like you, that's the first thing you, you get rid of because it's... Yeah. The other flip side to that is like it's still reinforcing that like I need a move to eat mentality. Yes. Yeah. When we are talking about it the other day, it's like, um, you know, the, a really good example is just like, you know, they support life um, in a hospital bed, life on IV, which feeds the body as well as obviously nourishes it in other ways, shapes and forms. 
Um, and you know they use it as a vessel of medication too, but it still feeds glucose into the body yeah. just to give it some form of fuel and stuff to keep it where it is. And it's sleeping, it's resting, it's not moving. You know what I mean? Like we burn energy when we sleep and all of that kind of stuff. So there's, this, there's a, a portion of the diet that we fulfill from normal basic physiology. You know, and these- Most of it. Well, yeah, a large portion of it. Yeah. And then once we start to move um, and locomote our body, um, you can then add a portion of that on and how much of that locomotion and lifting and et cetera and um, exertion is different from person to person. So then that that multiplier goes up based off that yeah. and then you can add on structured training as well and then that's where the difference is. So when you're starting to look at these wearables and starting to fuck around with shit like that, it's like, it's just easy to go, right, this is how much I eat every day. This is, these are my workouts. This is roughly like, you know, if you've got the whole, if you use the step thing, whatever, it's fine. Um, and then go, cool, how can I trend data? Yeah. Like, I think it's the best, the best thing about it is like, if you are a data junkie, like, and I think just being in our role, like we don't, I'm a data junkie, but I have to be, because I'm like, I've yeah. got to get you an outcome. Like, yeah. so if I, if I, I have, the if I have the information, I can go, cool, this yeah. is what we need to do. Yeah. Um, or this is what we not, we don't need to do. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. some of the data is like, don't, don't train today or, yeah. you know, obviously deload de earlier or yeah. we fucked up your numbers like going in. So you train too hard at the start and now you need to deload yeah. now, like, or you're getting sick or whatever. So, um, it's more for that kind of stuff. Just don't get caught up in the, like the moving for food and the yeah. calorie stuff. It's um, no different to any other KPI. Basically it's one data point that allows us to make informed decisions at the end of the week based on a trend. Yeah. So it's no different to the scales. It's yeah. like stepping on the scales and chasing the scales every day. We know to be stupid. Yeah. So we, but we still want to track it and see what it's doing over a week to a month to a few months period. So we understand how that's all shifting. It's the same thing with wearables. So like I know with the one I watch probably the most closely on mine is the stress. So it gives you a, an arbitrary number based on how stressful your day was off the back of your HRV. Now that can be um, physical stress and activity, it can be emotional stress, Um, it kind of picks up on both of those. So if I know I'm getting up mid 40s to 50s in the Garmin's talk, like I need to prioritize downtime. Yeah. That's that's all it is, like okay, things are trending higher stress, I need to wind them down. Sorry, I'm just trying to get mine right now. See if you can find it. Yeah. I'm at, ooh, 60. 60 right now. Jeez, you're making me feel stressed, Ben. <laughs> Too much Stop caffeine. It. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, so just, it's in summary, is they're really effective, but treat them as you would any other data point. Yeah, but a lot of people are buying them to get the calories, to, yeah. to get the calorie management data. It's Go not for that. that. Yeah. It's, you know, you're using it for all the other things Does that we discussed. Catch, catch McArdle. Model, model will be far more effective yeah and then just like to find you know, calories using just all of those those things we're talking about just you know nutrition yeah. and you know your structured training and stuff and then make adjustments from there yeah that, that's heaps better so there's my review on the garment it gets a thumbs up um yeah. you know thumbs up for what it's capable of like i said um for those that are apple for life which i I still am. I personally think it's better looking than the Apple ones. Um, yeah, I'd be to differ, but you know, that's why we're, you know, different. Different, you know. <laughs> you're, you're you and I'm me. Yeah, you know? I have blue socks on. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so 
moving on from the thrilling content that we're throwing out right now. We're just like, so we all, thanks for, for, for the 90% of the audience that left. See you later. Thank you for watching. And then the 10% that are still around that obviously now are buying Garvin Vivo Active 3. Yeah. We're about us, to start to talk about stuff. Some of us are four, episodes, four hours deep, Chase, just because you had the first fucking hour and a half off. <laughs> your badge. I left your badge at home. No, I want to buy it. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about, like, so I obviously want to have a little bit of fun with it, like, dumb shit in the gym. I want to like, have fun. I want to make you mad. Yeah, well, I, like, sometimes, <laughs> like, sometimes it's good to come in here and, like, and vent and, vent and stuff, but, like, dumb shit in the gym, like, <coughs> sometimes I look around and I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't even get mad. I'm just like, fuck, man, that is, like, you get the award this week All right. for the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So here's the game. <laughs> You're going to name a stupid exercise. I'm going to try and justify it. Okay. Go. Bozu ball anything. All right. No, 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 I've got to be specific, all right? So how about a Bozu ball doing Smith machine squats? Oh my God. Seen it? I've seen it. No, you haven't. No, bro. I've seen it. I swear to fucking God, I've seen it. I've seen it in the last 24 hours. And I can't go any further than that. Please so excuse. I'll get myself in trouble. <laughs> Please excuse the silence for a moment. Benefits. Give me the benefits, man. There's fucking none. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> what are the benefits? What are the benefits? Beep. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the soundboard, Sam. Right. Jason one. Jason one. <laughs> zero. All right, you go now. You go. Your um, so this one you should be able to justify. Okay. Because that one time you, you used to punch things. Um, there's a guy, never mind, um, sitting. Yeah, just let me exercise <laughs> so we don't get in trouble. Let me exercise. Um, a towel tied in a knot around a kettlebell strapped around your head. Right. Seated position. Yeah. And then doing chin to chest and up and down. Okay. Yeah. So is the weight behind? On no, the no, it's just hanging off the front of his head and he's basically lifting it okay. with his neck. Uh, so... I'm gonna go and say that he maybe is like a boxer or a I fighter. Hope so. I fucking hope if he's so. not a fighter. <laughs> all right, so if he's not a fighter. He's a fucking idiot. All right, so it's one or the other. It's like either it's two F's, whichever F it is. Uh, <laughs> so benefits for a fighter, obviously, thicker neck, better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the yeah, it's like more the strength of the neck. It doesn't like you don't snap back when yeah. you get punched. Yeah. Um, so it's meant to that's like the, that's galvanize galvanize your jaw. Yeah. Um, when you Is get it, hit, um, so you don't get knocked out. Teddy Atlas calls it the shock absorber for the brain. Yeah. So you, yeah. Have a, you have a fat neck like yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah, it's okay. pretty hard to get knocked out. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. So um, Will Crozier, you should take up boxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like someone hits his head and then like hurts their hand. Yeah. hand just like like puffs in the dust. <laughs> He just flexes his traps, they get scared. And uh, yeah, well, the fight will be over before it started. Yeah. Look at him like, nah, nah I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm good, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. <laughs> Stupid exercises, huh? So, what about the. So, doing the. the using a fucking pull up machine for, as a leg press. So using yeah, the assisted pull-up machine and pushing the leg down. Oh, like a single leg. Yeah. So you know how they stand on the they stand on the assisted pull-up machine yeah. and they use one leg and they push down. Give me a benefit to that. Well, there's benefit there. Is like it, it's is it superior to anything else? Well, or? see, that's a different question. 
Right, could right. you do another movement in the gym that would be more effective? I feel like all these stupid exercises we could. <laughs> um, but a single leg press down on the assisted machine, A, is just impolite. Get out of the way because we only have one. Yeah. Um, two, do a single leg press. Yeah. And achieve the same outcome. Yeah. It's kind of awkward even to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm embarrassed because I have programmed it before, but years ago. Oh, it's got your name on it too. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Running my name through the mud for all these years. <laughs> it's an old STC fit okay. beauty program where yeah, we're just right. like, let's name every beauty exercise we could possibly do and, and put, put it together. in a program. Um, all right, let's burn that program. But it did like grow some booty, so right. maybe there's something to it. All right. I well, think it's just another. That's a 0.5, I reckon. So you, you, you kind of almost say I gave you an easy one. Yeah, you gave me like just a lob. Yeah, yeah. It's your turn now. All right. So a I've already got one. A single arm. Yeah. Adduction, internal. Oh, internal, so when they stand and they shoulder turn. internal rotation. And so they, you're bringing the plates twenty five kilos usually. Yeah. So they're across stand, the body. Yeah. In a standing position. Yeah. To yeah. activate the pectorials. All right. So you. So in all situations. Line of force. Okay, line of force. So this goes into so you know when you see you know when you have those people in the gym and they come up and grab the dumbbells and they start like doing the external rotation standing up and they're flapping around like a fucking duck. Like so this you is the stole se- one. That's, that's so, the no, that was my next one. So so I'm gonna answer my own one. So it's a, it's about line of force though. So it's like if the, if you drop the weight, it's gonna fucking hit the floor, yeah. right? So, so you're not you, resisting that weight. No, no. So what you're doing is using your traps and you're just internally rotating your shoulder and then externally rotating it so, so essentially you, if you just did that without the 25 kilo plate it would make no difference ah uh, well you wouldn't work your pecs <laughs> that, so you're gonna work your so your pecs are an internal rotator of the shoulder but it's like how much of that muscle is moving like look at the distance like like if I externally rotate my shoulder, like yeah. see, see the distance of my pec, or like riveting footage for the, uh, or <laughs> riveting content for the riveting, people listening. Riveting footage for the listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then if I internally rotate my shoulder like like that, it's like how much of that is moving? So yeah, is it is there a benefit? Bro, I don't think so. No, I, I so and it's the same agree. with the external rotation thing. It's like if you're the the force the line of force is going down the vector of force is going down so if you're standing up and you know twisting your arms to use your external rotators like you're basically just isometrically contracting your biceps and you're internally and externally rotating your humerus yes and that is it under, you're not under no load yeah well there's no <laughs> there's no loading external rotators so you're gonna lie on the floor and put the line of force on the muscle or and use then, a cable yeah or use a cable or use a band or something like that so that <laughs> That happens so much, but, <laughs> people but even people I know do it, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm busy. I just want to tap you on the shoulder and be like, fuck, bro, don't, don't do, that. do that anymore.' Yeah, please, I've done it. Yeah. So, weight plate in each hand, weight plate in each hand, standing, and doing these. <laughs> For the, and now, so they're doing now side plate. Doing side crunches. They're doing Stand, like yeah, standing yeah. side crunches with two, with two plates. plates. Yeah, so. There is no benefit to that. <laughs> so, because it's like being on a seesaw. Like what jump. is Newton's law? Yeah. Yeah. So it's counterbalancing the weight. So if you pull, if you drop to one side and then the weight other way is just completely to the other side. So you need to use one plate so that you can actually 
use your muscles to move that weight, you know, again, to say muscles are yeah, moving against the Yeah, but then is distance. that the role of the oblique? Well, the oblique twists the body. Yeah, so... Rotates. Yeah, I know. You want a rotation get, look, movement? You'd probably crunch and rotate. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't do it. I don't do it. So, <laughs> There's, yeah. yeah I, it thickens the body, bruh. Oh, like deadlifts. Oh. All right, I've got one for you. So, Wearing using the straight. Smith machine, using the Smith machine is a leg press. Oh my god. Bro. <laughs> Give me a minute. Bruh. Give me a minute. <laughs> Fuck me. It's so dangerous, man. Fuck me, it's man. so dangerous. It's like just use the leg press, man. You can pile more weight on and not kill yourself. How much <laughs> fucking lumbar yeah. flexion do you see? And you got to and you, and then they have to like put pressure on the bar to make to sure that it doesn't yeah. to make so they're not it, it, it's essentially the intention isn't fully there because you can't recruit yeah. properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you know, someone fucking hot. And it's like, it. it's like, oh, I can access greater ranges of motion. It's like, yeah, that's because you can't lift any fucking weight. <laughs> yeah. It's the only reason you can go there and not get hurt. It's because yeah. like, you Just like, have no weight on it. Go and do a leg press. You've got three times the amount of weight. Yeah. Remember that vertical leg press? if you go press, there, you'll snap. Remember that vertical leg press we used at um, Doherty's? Like that is yeah. a fucking vertical leg press. Yes. Like go find a gym yeah. that has one. Go if and not, spend... Go and spend the thousands of dollars on a Watson's machine and do it properly. Yeah, man. Or just use a leg press. Just throw it out there. Maybe. Just imagine that. Just use a normal leg press. That wouldn't be... At all times, like, I feel like... I I find at all times, like, the 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 basics are the the things that need to be done. How how do I sell a leg press program, man? Yeah. I don't know. Can't sell that on the gram. What is what is smart? What is? (laughs) I feel like all of them, all of them, all of them involve the Bozu ball, man. Ah, fuck. All for me, for me, everything, every exercise, I just don't see outside of rehab, give me a benefit. Just do it, please. That is not. What about you? Uh, so I got one for you. Um, using a Swiss ball to do single dumbbell rows with. Swiss ball to do So they got their knee on the dumbbell. So they got their knee on the Swiss ball and their hand on it. And then they're rowing, doing single rows. On the rows. one ball? How do you even fit? I've seen it, bro. That's awkward. Yeah, so again... So you're trying to... I actually come back to that. Creating um, an unstable surface, which means that you're not going to be able to lift as much weight yeah. and then you're not going to have the room to create the right position, which means you're not going to be able to lift as much weight again. All right, and so then I the think last time I've, I, I looked at it, it's like the more effort you put in and the more weight you lift. So I think something I've been working on quite extensively over the last six months is understanding when Jordan speaks. Shout out to Jordan Cello, but you say a lot of words in a very small period of time. <laughs> is understanding his principles. And one of the main ones that I've kind of taken from him is that essentially your nervous system will only elicit as much as much force as it deems you can stabilize. Uh-huh. So if you are on an unstable surface, your body will not allow you to exp- expel use produce produce let's go with produce exert, yeah. exert I like that too let's, let's he spoke he's had a, he, too much words today <laughs> hashtag too much words for Ben today so you're not going to be able to express strength if you are on an unstable surface that means BOSU balls gym balls whatever so unless you have a very specific reason for to be challenging stability it's dumb yeah that's where I was going with it it's like there's no like challenging stability in that way doesn't actually move you to the goalpost. So how should we challenge stability? 
in a deliberate fashion. Yes. That, so that is that is deemed put weight outside the balance of support. Yeah, and it, but it's done. It's done as an accessory or a supplementary to oh, it's, a particular. Not, it's not. It, it's not the foundation not of the program. Why, but it's not why you're fucking training. You're doing stability work to make your training better. Yeah, you're that's, not doing stability work for your training. It's yeah. So if there's so, but there's people out there that are using the instability component of it like oh it's hard yeah so that's less judgmental Ben yeah it's hard so I'm what, gonna do that what these people yeah so that's the principle that you need to get your head around and understand is that creating an unstable surface will reduce the amount of force that you can produce in that position yep if our goal is to be able to produce force get stronger progressively over, overload and improve yeah. It makes no sense to do that. So that is all... Do we have a mic drop soundbar? Uh, just throw it Sam's mic. Can we just start pressing buttons? We don't need we'll it press. next week anyway. Oh, okay. We can get our headsets. Oh. oh, so even if you press that button, nothing would happen right now? Yeah. It'll do uh, stuff. We'll, we'll oh, okay. Yeah, right. We just got like a fancy soundboard, guys, so I'm just really excited to press all these buttons. Flash. We hear it once we have headsets. All right, so... Well, stupid, do you have any else? stupid... Ex- oh, fucking... They could go forever, but they all involve the boast ball. <laughs> Um, what about like core squats? Oh well, then no. We benefit of core squat. Uh, what was it like? What if I'm a skier? You know, right. Charles Pollock would disagree. What if I'm a skier? Yeah, but no. It, but like, remember there was that thing where like you know, because skiers don't go all the way down, that you need to train in that quarter squat position. But when you think about it, like when we're talking about that, but then they all like weren't they getting injured or something? Yeah. So when you talk about that window of injury prevention, it's like if you only train in the positions that you're supposed to be in, it's like what if yeah. we go out of those positions? And if you think about it in terms of what that training stimulus is, it's a GPP, so general physical preparedness is the outcome you want from a yeah. squat. Typically that's going to be hypertrophy of the lower body to create more power as a skier. Yeah. So you should be moving through a full range of motion to maximize strength and hypertrophy gains and increase your injury window to then be able to perform the specific physical outcome that you want, which is producing force through skis. Yeah. Like I'm not a, I'm not an S and C, uh, you know, extraordinaire by any means of, of the word. Um, but it just, I see where the theory comes from. It. It's yeah, probably yeah. the miss the like where maybe the marks being misses the application. It's like yeah, sure you can do your quarter squats to for that. Yeah. Um. But then it's like do you do there has to be a point where you do some like it's deep like the um as in as long as your anatomy and stuff warrants it. Yeah. It's like the yeah you know, the fucking golf handle that they have that goes on the cables at the gym. Yeah. G- give me a benefit of that, Jason. <laughs> yeah. For golf or just like in general? I assume it's designed for golfers. Well, but uh, uh, what if you play baseball? Mm-hmm. No. Go on. Are you speechless? Or no, like the, go on. So like maybe the, the rotation of the movement is a similar... I don't know how to play baseball, but I'm just saying like it's a, it's a similar movement to a baseball swing... Yeah. Um, and you can use it as a rotation exercise. Like, cause isn't that one of the pillars so, of performance? It's so like my, my jumping, question, acceleration yeah. and rotation. Yeah. So is my that, question is, is there a more effective 
GPP exercise that would things. allow you to create torque through the torso. Yeah, but yeah, well, a force. throw would be better. And if hitting a baseball or hitting a golf ball, we know to be a very, if the ball's coming at you at 100 mile an hour, and you have 0.4 of a second to swing the bat and hit it, Yeah. what element of that is power versus technique and skill? Yeah. And do you want to fuck up that timing by putting 20 kilos on a cable and play, pretending to Look, do just golf cool. swing? It's just cool, bro. Yeah. And then, but I, I want to get that message across as like training a skill-based movement with the intent that oh, this is... It's like you wouldn't grab a cable, put the ankle cuff on and pretend to kick a football. Yeah. Because it's going to fuck your timing. It's done. Go and get stronger legs. You create more power. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does, man. Yeah, okay. definitely. So, um, are we going to... Are we, are we done with stupid episodes? Yeah, but, I'm just ready to rant today. Yeah, I can tell. I can even hear it in your voice. Like, I'm really chilled, I feel I'm, like. I'm holding it together. That's all right. You can go for it, man. <laughs> so... All right, drum so, roll. <laughs> I've been waiting to, to say this all for the last 35 minutes. Throwing dicks... Throwing dicks on the gram. So that is exactly what Ben said when I was like, what do you want to talk about today? And he said, throwing dicks on the gram. And then so I wrote on the whiteboard and Tam said, have you ever, have you ever wrote that as a, on a whiteboard before? And I'm like, what, dicks on dicks on a whiteboard? I'm like, hell yes. yeah. <laughs> I certainly have. Just not that sentence. So Just I have throwing before. I, I have no idea what this means. Oh, really? <laughs> throwing dicks on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> What does that even mean? So, so give us a backstory for the, uh, of, for the listeners I'll that are left. I'll get to the backstory, but <laughs> what, the theory of the the issue, the social throwing, fucking throwing problem. eggplant emojis on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> That's a different story, man. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah? Like, you know, you get that creepy, like, the you know the... The other message box, like mm, not the one that's there. like in don't the normal in one, the other one, and then it's like if you get a hey, and then a like a an eggplant, and I'm like, nah, bro. Oh, if yeah, <laughs> if you nah. have to get that, some of the girls I follow on Instagram, they just like if you send me dick pics, I'll post them on my story, and I will tag you. Yeah, well, so and it's so just like, <laughs> who the fuck leads with that? <laughs> You, you'd be surprised, man. <laughs> how, how often does that work? Anyway, anyway this is beyond. It's, it's another conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so throwing dicks on the ground. <laughs> Which I tried to say in a serious face, but you broke it. <laughs> uh, an issue I'm seeing in the social media space at the moment is an inability to discuss a topic without pulling out your dick in a tape measure. And I'm kind of over it. <laughs> Indy. Papa, come on. I'm bed. Excuse the dog for this interruption. Go come on. on. It's been pretty good. Good girl. Good girl. So, lay down. Good girl. <laughs> like she's a bit of resistance there. <laughs> it's like, I'm bored, Dad. Um, so, yeah, being able to actually discuss the issue, topic theory, whatever the fuck that you're trying to argue about, talk about that thing. Yeah. Don't talk about, um, and I'm going to go there because it kind of pissed me off. Had we posted something on um, SCC Fit Learning during the week about a deadlift setup and I had someone inbox me and be like, 
um, basically that the lift that we named didn't exist. And I was like, well, where the fuck did I get it from? Who cares? And I was like, well, all right, cool. I've only been like in the powerlifting sphere for maybe 12 months, maybe two years, if you count like when I started strength training and looking into it. But I was like, oh, fuck, okay, maybe I'll actually go and have a look. Yeah. Um, and the, the comment was like, no powerlifter would ever refer to it as that. It was about the hybrid deadlift. And I was like, all right. So I just typed in hybrid deadlift. The first thing that came up was elite FTS, yeah. which is Dave Tate, which yeah. is like the, the fucking man. The like man. Yeah. It, it's like Westside Barbell and him are yeah. the meccas. Yeah. So I think he's a product of Westside, to be honest. Um, then I found it on Juggernaut. Yeah. Like, okay, they are the two biggest names fucking possible in in powerlifting yeah. coaching. Yeah, maybe Ed Cohen's more yeah. well known or like um, even Steffi Cohen at the moment. But it's like, didn't Ed Cohen have a hybrid? Well, yeah. So at the time, that was referred to as a close stance sumo, and now we've just been like, okay, it's a hybrid. But even then, I think there's a difference between. This is getting into the weeds about the actual topic, but. Um, a close stand sumo would be a sumo pull, which is basically trying to get your ass as far under as possible. Yeah. So you're producing uh, vertical force, yeah. no horizontal force. Yeah. A hybrid would be you're trying to create uh, horizontal force yeah, like so you would in conventional, but you're doing it from a close sumo position with your hands inside your legs. Yeah. So, cool. Um, all right, I just found it on here and here. Um what do you mean yeah. sort of thing? Well, I've been competing for this long and my boyfriend's been competing for over 10 years and has got to a national level and we've never heard of it. Cool. It's like, what the fuck has that got to do with anything? Yeah. Like, I don't care what level you've gotten to. Tell me why this lift isn't a lift. Like, tell me, break it down for me and explain it. Because like, to be honest... I actually, from this person who's more experienced than me in the powerlifting space, I was like, cool, teach me. I'm like, yeah. I'm happy to fucking tell Tam, take that video down, it's wrong. Yeah. And re-deliver it to our guys and be like, okay, I said this. And for the ones that were at Level Up that day, I actually said a video went up last month that was incorrect. Yeah. And here's what it actually is. I'm more than happy for that. Yeah, yeah. But don't just come out and be like, well, I'm fucking this, so you're wrong. It's like... Tell me why I'm wrong specifically. Yeah. I'm happy to change my mind. Yeah, we've had it with comments on STC learning. I've had it with like other DM conversations that I've had. It's just like why your like level of education, your personal results, your athletic prowess, your physique, your all of that means nothing in a debate, no. like an actual debate. Like you don't. Imagine like Lane Norton getting like one of his famous debates to take off and then walking out there and go, well, I fucking squat this much. Yeah. And then that's it. It's like, no, it's not how fucking smart people communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no. Like you got the facts. There's the facts and then there's the, the people that don't know the facts and have to rely on, you know, all these little bullshit um, pieces of information. Yeah. To substantiate their claim. Come on. Yeah. Lay down. Oh, this podcast got even better. 
I have a dog laying on me for those. So those that are only listening for the riveting viewing for the listeners. Smelling my beard. <laughs> Indy has up. made her way into the conversation. So, Indy, so have you experienced you people throwing dicks on the gram, Jason? <sighs> Look, I, I, I haven't only because I don't have the patience that you've got. Yeah. Um, I don't have the I don't have the patience to deal with like oh but my friends cousins this that says this yeah. it's like what are the facts yo what are the, what are your like facts your experiences and what are the experts saying and it's yeah. like combine all that stuff and give me something that's logical if you can't in one response I'm done yeah and that's like I know you're you you enjoy a good debate yeah um it's just hard to get a good debate yeah so I, th- I think ends, that's why I'm frustrated it's like yeah, I want it ends have... up becoming it ends up it, it never becomes a round table discussion on the topic you know the topic and yeah. you guys learn something like one of the best examples of like a good discussion was like I think Flex put up something about protein and then I was like oh do you guys you know just like take into consideration like someone's age when you're prescribing protein like just thinking about you know, like the amount of protein turnover as you get older, like, you know, the onset of sarcopenia and the, and the protein wastage or the yeah. muscle wastage. And it was just like, a, oh, you know, um, read Lyle's protein book. This is what we do. Like we then started discussing the difference between lean body mass prescription yeah. and grams per kilo. Yeah. And it was like, all right, this is good for this. This is what we do for that. And I was like, you know what? This is what I do. This makes perfect sense. I'll give Lyle's book a read. Yeah. Um, and you know, cause I was like, have you guys read fat loss forever? Like, you know, yeah. Lane's got some good, it's more like just the, um, the citations from the, the studies and stuff. And I'm like, you know, just on the yeah. age and how to increase. So it's just like, at no point was it like, oh, you know, you guys do things differently to us. We're doing things wrong, whatever. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, oh, you know, try maybe read this book, look at this study. You know, this is what we think. This is what we do. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll, I think that's great. I'm going to look into that. I got it from here. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an example be. of, it's not a, oh, well, who the fuck are you, man? Yeah. You know, I've got a degree in exercise science. Yeah. Right? Like, what the fuck? I've been a PT for 10 years. Like, yeah. So what? It doesn't, who cares? It doesn't defer, yeah. it doesn't defer from the core um, elements of the debate. Like, the, the topics that are being discussed in the debate are the topics yeah. and you need to provide evidence or whatever it is on the topic that you're talking about. You can't get personal. As soon as someone gets personal, I'm out. Yeah. You know, and it, we've, we've had it done before and I think like just being younger and obviously a lot more aggressive in my <laughs> younger, <laughs> I, like, you know, and you know, fire in the valley, being educated, wanting yeah. to try and change the world, which we're still trying to do just in a very more subtle way. more passive. Yeah, very passive. <laughs> um, you just start dealing with that. It's that whole like, oh, you're a meathead. Oh, you, yeah. you, 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 you have all your chemical shakes. Or you just um, someone who like thinks they're super smart and stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. Well, the facts are the facts. People burn fat this way. People put on muscle this way. Yeah. Get strong this way. Like you guys want to get sucked in with the bullshit. Yeah. Um, or you want to get personal. Uh, yeah. Ejecto cedo. But man, if I'm you out. want to have a intelligent discussion about the nuances of all that. Let's fucking go, man. Like, come on there. Come, open invite to anyone. Mm. Come on the podcast. Come chat about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, good to have, um, I, like, I, a, a, just even like a situation where someone's like, you know what? That's how you do things. Like, well, this is like, we've gotten, you know, benefit from doing it this way. We know you guys said this or whatever. Like, that's yeah. a, that's an open ended, like, round table debate where it's like, cool, that's awesome. But it doesn't work that way. And, um, for a lot of people, and I think the best way to learn how to do that is actually, watch a debate being done by two people who know their shit yeah um like it's not a fight man no it's not an argument it's no. like these are the these are the points that's that i'm not, presenting if, if your only frame of reference of a debate <laughs> is the 
bullshit one that happens every four years when there's an election. Yeah, not nah, a debate. No, nah. <laughs> nah, if you look, if you actually like watch or a the, proper the, debate, the Good News Week one, that's also not a debate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, it's it's just bringing points that are valid. Up to discussion, and then the other person saying, "Well, you know, they may be or may not be valid, and this is why." Yeah, it's actually providing. It's not that at no point is it personal. So yeah. it's like once the person goes down the personal route and starts like attacking you, it's just like, man, fuck you! Like you're yeah. sitting behind a, a, a keyboard or your phone, you're all fucking high and mighty. It's like, but you don't know shit. Now you're just getting personal. I got no time for that. Yeah, I'd rather be just. Exp- Spending energy into people that are, um, you know, willing to listen and bring something to the table. Yeah, so. and, and educate. Like, I'm more than happy to be educated. And if anything that I say or do is incorrect and you want to have an educated, intelligent conversation about it, yeah. cool. I, just, I yeah. just record podcasts with my dog cuddling me. Yeah, I don't know I don't if claim I... Um, to be... I don't even know if I call, it, <laughs> call that throwing dicks on the ground, man. I've given them too much too much cred like they're not even engaging in a conversation to bring any substantiation to it it's just like they're just bringing out personal opinions yeah, well, like it's it's in reference to yeah, yeah the, I know uh, it, dick measuring context yeah no like, I get it I get it it's like just giving these people too much too much credit yeah. it's like you're not bringing anything to the table now yeah. you're, you're just trying to go off like whatever substance you think is relevant yeah and substantial and substantial if that's a word um yeah. yeah, it's like substantiated. It's not. It's not, it's not yeah. though. It's like it's not even. You're not even fucking hitting the mark. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like you spend too much time on Instagram. <laughs> I do a little bit. <laughs> I should spend less time on that. Right, so so are you done with that one? Yeah, you feeling okay? Feel yeah, a couple of deep breaths, real good. Talks to my yeah. actual real shit now. So the the we wanted to talk about this a couple of weeks ago. We kind of just didn't get around to it, um, and you know we spoke about like. Um, the whole execution and all that kind of stuff when we went and did the BPAC seminar and yeah. stuff. And we've talked about landmarks and there's been new research that started to come out with the hypertrophy landmarks and you need this many sets and this many times a week. And I think James Krieger just put out another review yeah. on his findings of that. Yeah. So I'm all down with that. Mm-hmm. But the thing that is starting to annoy me is like people just doing shit wrong and telling me that they train hard. Yeah. And I'm okay. like, yeah, yeah, but... I didn't know you were going here with it. I like it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but... It's like, oh, I need to do... So you set someone a program, and it's like, all right, you need to do 15 sets in this session. Mm. And they're like, we're something up. And I'm like, we mean something up. Yeah. If you fucking know how to train hard, <laughs> and you know how to train properly, yeah. that's enough. Because yeah. like, I don't know about you, but I've done a workout that's 15 sets, it's fucking hard. Mm. And it's that, it's that, I, it's that mindset hurts my feelings. Yeah. I'm like, What's the, like, I'm scared of that. It's the mindset, <laughs> it's the mindset of more is better. Yeah. And then it's the mindset of taking all of these things as well and putting them together and being like, oh, well, you know, um, RP say that you have to do 22 sets a week to, um, to hypertrophy your quads and mean MRV is this. And it's like, yeah, but mean MRV and that is like that when you can execute a leg extension. Correct correctly you've yeah. got that precision of repetition like i had this discussion with this dude the other day like for some reason like just had to confess his fucking life story to me while i'm training and i was like <laughs> i was like all right whatever man like you want to go there cool like and he's like yeah man so like, i've trained hard i've been training for ages i'm like cool that's good and i'm like how's that going for you and he's like oh you know he's like i'm gonna get on the gear and i'm like what do you mean you're gonna get on the gear and he's like yeah man he's like i just can't get anywhere at the moment and it's like probably like 78 kilos like not 
that you I wouldn't have known he trained for as long as he trained. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, so what? What you're just not getting results at the moment? He's like, I've tried everything. And I'm like, okay. So I said, you probably haven't tried everything. You've just done the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And that's you trying everything. So I'm like, you know. Did you say that too? Yeah, man. I've got, I've got no beef in telling people like. Don't say you don't give a fuck. Don't, don't come, don't <laughs> come to me. If you don't want to, like, if you don't want to come and sit at the table and have me give you my honest opinion, don't come and talk to me. Yeah. Like, don't even when I sat it. with, like, I sat and watched Kobe Bryant get interviewed and he yeah. said the same thing. He's like, he's going to be that guy that's going to sit there and tell you there's yeah. something in your teeth. Yeah. Right? He's not yeah. going to be that guy that sits there and looks yeah, at you and lets you and lets you be there and let everyone else stare at that thing. He's going to yeah. be that guy yeah. that makes it awkward, yeah. but it's okay for him and go, hey, bro, yeah. you just got something in your teeth there, man. Yeah, like, I'm so you know, proud of him. Sort that shit out, right you know? <laughs> like, my mate will never watch this podcast, but he'll laugh at that because like he did that to me. And I was like, fuck, bro, tell me. Yeah, like, it's not awkward, man. Yeah. It's all you let me go. Like if I walk around with shit in my beard and then I can't yeah. fuck, man. No one told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually have like a when we eat together, it's like a preface of like, yeah. A, am I telling you now or just when you finish? Yeah, it? I'm like, don't tell me till I'm finished. <laughs> so anyway, um, so it's so he's sitting there telling me. So I'm like, dude, you just I said what you need to do is actually like you know he and then he goes and tells me oh I'm, I'm training with, um, on my mate's program and I'm like oh well fucking here we go yeah you know and I'm like so you're using your friend's program for you and yeah. he's like yeah and he's like oh you know he does three weeks of this and one week of this and I'm like okay and I'm like so how's that working out for you and he's like oh yeah I'm not really getting the results I'm after and I'm like yeah because that was probably made for him yeah and I'm like he's a bodybuilder I'm like you're a bodybuilder yeah so I'm like why are you using someone else's program and and you're telling me you haven't got results and you doing all this other stuff and things aren't working together. I'm like, and he's like, well, tell me what to do. He goes, what, what should I do? So me being honest, I was like, well, you need to go and see someone who knows to how to program you exercise, yeah. teach you how to train and manage your nutrition. And he yeah. goes to me after this, he goes, oh, I knew the, I knew the selfless personal training club was coming. So he said to me, to my face. And I was like, dude, I said to him, I go, I didn't say you need to do it with me. It's like, I was just saying to you, like you need to get someone, like you know what I mean. And then yeah. like he's like, nah, bro. He's like, I train hard, man. So then like I'm like, okay. So I'll just let it. I was like, that's it. You're done, man. I'm like you're done to me. <laughs> so headphones went on. I'm like, cool, enjoy that. And then like just just overlooking and going, okay, well let's just see what's wrong here. Because like even in my head, I'm like, cool. I'll just frame it and see if I can piece it together. And it's just like, bro, man, it's like grabbing the bar, like rowing, and it's like, like three foot from his body and he's throwing it. It's just like, it just doesn't know how to work yeah. out. Yeah. So it's the whole like, sure, you might be coming to the gym and like huffing and puffing and putting work in, mm-hmm. but it's like at the end of the day, there still needs to be precision. You need precision in the gym to, to get the just, stimulus that gets you the outcome. Yeah. And people the, forget the skill element of lifting weights. Bro, big time, man. Yeah. It's like each movement supposed to be executed a certain way for a certain person, maybe. Yeah. Um, to get an outcome yeah. and just coming into the gym and just moving and going, Oh cool. I got my heart rate up and you know, like I did the first set and then that got hard. So I just peeled 10% of the weight off and then that got hard and I peeled 10%. It's like, you're fucking regressing, man. Yeah. Like if you, t- like yeah. unless that's programmed in, you got back down sets. It's like you coming in and peeling the weight off every set. It's like you go on fucking backwards. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just an example of like just coming in and just doing whatever. Yeah. Um, which leads on to the situations where you, know, you give someone a program and they're like, oh, it's not enough work. And it's like, the goal is to, to create the precision and the effort to make that hard. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And I know there's arguments on both sides of the fence. It's like, yeah, sure, if you're advanced, you can make it harder um, and do less. But then it's like, but if you're advanced, you kind of need to do more. Yeah. And then if you're a beginner, maybe you need to do more to get enough good sets. Yeah. I get all that. Yeah. But it's like, at the end of the day, you need to learn the execution. You need to learn the precision of the rep to be able to quantify the stimulus, man. Like, how can you progressively overload if your reps suck? Yeah. Tell me. And, and even a lot of those I train hard bra people, they don't anyway. Because it's yeah. like, if you're throwing a bar around, that's throwing a bar around. Like, that's burning a lot of calories, but it's not training hard. It, it, Tell me what it feels like when probably, you fucking four sets in and your lat feels like it wants to fucking pull off the bone yeah. because you've activated it for exactly the same for all four sets, for all eight reps or whatever the fuck it is with a decent amount of weight and you're actually making that muscle work, then yeah. tell me you're training hard. Yeah, I agree. Like, you don't know what training hard is. You know what throwing weight around is. That's not hard. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's all of that, man. It's all that and it hurts my feelings sometimes. Yeah. You know, I sit there and I watch people and I'm like, yeah, almost now sometimes I'm like, do I even say anything? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, do I even say anything? Like when I, you know, they go, oh, you know, cheesy PT trying to do the whole cell thing. It's like, bro, that's not me. I don't do that. Yeah. You I don't know what I mean? To. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. and I don't even need to say that though. It's just like, I don't do it that way. It's like, you need help. I'll give you some tips. Yeah. Like, but it's like, as I see things, it's like, respect my Respect my opinion. If you don't, ask, like... Don't walk yeah. over to me and confess your life story yeah. and tell me what to do and then I tell you and then you go, oh, okay, selfless plug. It's like, okay, yeah. bro, well, keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Like, it's all good. Yeah. You know, so for the for the listeners at home, I, well, actually, no, let's keep going. So then it, hold, then it leads into the junk volume debate. Yeah, right? so, I mean, so where you're going with this. So I only think those landmarks matter when you put the effort in. And there's like, cause I've had like, I've been, there's been phases of my training where I've just done shit workouts for weeks because I'm tired. I've like wanted to hit MAV or, you know, MRV or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, sorry, MRV, not MAV, uh, where it's like maximum recoverable volume. And I just walk in and just do a bunch of things, real shit. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so... Am I actually really kind of maximizing my MRV? Or am yeah, I just... it's not actually MRV. Well, that's right? sort of, yeah. So, but then it's like, we've missed the mark something. Yeah. So I've actually written a program at the moment that <laughs> Tam's standing behind the camera and he's doing it right now. Um, and his checking was basically, A, I'm sore. B, something. C, I'm sore. <laughs> something. I'm sore. Yeah. Um, now, and I've sent you this program and you were like, fuck, bro one of the sessions is like 26 sets or something yeah. because it's got abs in it as well but yeah. there's giant sets in it and I've got I took my a couple of guys through it yesterday and it's like there's and I'm 100% in agreement with what you're saying um, and it's the everything needs to be done with a deliberate intention so I've written this program for a few people that are either late in the cut and just need high output or it's their last phase before they return to strength training and they need high output. So it's like a deliberate structured, the first two to three weeks, I imagine most people aren't actually going to 
they're going to have some junk volume within this program. Yeah. With the intent by the end of six weeks, they actually have the conditioning to be able to complete the program as intended with the right amount of sets. Yeah. Um, and I actually started the program, which I don't use RPE a lot when it comes to physique style programs, yeah. but I started it at a seven. Because so I was like, yeah. use lightweight, do it fucking properly. But the, the flip side of that is, yeah, like people taking this like oh well Mike Isratel is really smart and RP are really smart so all I have to do is program 20 sets of legs yeah. and they'll grow mm. cool good luck putting that in one session because yeah. from about 8 onwards they're useless Yeah, because these other if you actually go for further into the education size like well, you need to I think to it's actually only based off the frequency as well yeah well, like you the need, density you of need the to be sets. Need to be lifting sixty five percent of one RM. Yeah, so, and I think if you only hit them once a week, it's ten. Yeah, and then if you yeah, yeah, go yeah. twice a week, it's like it's yeah, fifteen and yeah. three times. The only way yeah. you can maximize the benefit is like doing twenty sets Time over three sessions or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it, which kind of plays into that same thing because like if you're doing twenty sets in one workout you're not going to be hitting 65% of 1RM at the end. No, no. Not on the same body part, though. You would have all your training quads for 20. Quads yeah, right. good, yeah. Um, well, you'd probably be pretty conditioned compared to me, though, because <laughs> that's like breaking my head. Um, but yeah, that's got to be the consideration. Like, how much weight are you actually shifting as a percentage of what you could move if yeah. you're fresh? Yeah. And if that's 50% of what you could move, then fucking put it on another day. Yeah, it, structure your workout. I, I totally agree with that, man. I guess like the one thing that I want the, the listeners or the audience at home to pay attention to is just like the quality of their output. Yeah. You know, it's like don't get, like we need to be like everything, which is what part of this venture of the podcast is, is to, you know, find some of the answers. And it's, you, you, all those things matter when you can quantify the stimulus. So it's like effort is everything. Yeah. You know, effort is everything. Come on, get up, get up. Stop walking you around and you're making too much noise. Like you need to, you need to like stop looking at your program and going, oh, that's not enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's programmed for a reason. That's why. Um, it's programmed for a reason. You know yeah. what I mean? It's pro- like, if anything, it's like trust your coach and look at the program and go, how much, how much effort can I put into Yeah, how do I make that? Yeah, so to flip side the, so this is where like maybe potentially our style and approach is different. It's like I took the structure of that program and the volume and then I went, okay, so I'm going to undulate the volume. Yeah. So I'm going to set it up so I don't use the RPE. It's like first week they come in. It's like it's like three sets. Yeah. And it's like get used to the weight that yeah. you need to move for three sets of eight, for example. Yeah. Next week, same weight, four sets of eight. Total yeah. volume goes up, total weight shifts over the session goes up. Yeah. Week three, another set. Yeah. Right? Then... It's like, okay, well, we're not going to just add sets every time. So go to week, go three again at week four, three sets yep. to lift more weight. Yep. Then accumulate it again. And it's like, okay, so then from week one to week six, yep. compare. It's yep. like you're doing more sets and you're doing more weight. Yep. Total volume is greater. Total weight shift is greater. You're going to maximize progress as long as you're lifting to the RPE or to your actual maximum potential. Yep. You know, so, it, but at all times it's, Still, we're looking for that precision. I'm yeah. not just sitting there going, oh, well, if you just do six sets of eight, like, just do six sets of eight. Yeah. That's it. I don't care how you do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. And it's like, some of them are like half reps, some of them are this, some of yeah. them are that. It's like, nah, man. Like, do even, 
even if it is too hard, like peel it back and try and do those reps perfectly yeah. with the weight, yeah. you know, and then go from there. Yeah. You know, it's just like the thing I'm seeing the most, which just drives me insane. And it's like, I'm always justifying. It's like, oh, well, you know, we're doing this much because if you actually did it perfectly, yeah. you wouldn't need any more. Yeah. No. Right? It's like time in the gym is not always like a reflection of like what you, the results you're going to get. It's, you know, maximizing your performance within the time frame sometimes, yeah. which is what you need to think about. Yeah, I actually had a, recently had a new client start and it was the same thing, like got the program like, oh, is that it? I was like, yeah, get yeah. It. I get it all the time. And I'm like, let me know how you feel day three. And she messaged me, she's like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. She's like, I've never been sore in these spots or like this. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's, intelligently put together and you yeah. can actually work hard over an entire workout and you've got the capacity to actually execute. Yeah, yeah. I, I was justifying for probably three months with a client uh, about like just foundation strength, minimal amounts of sets and then I'm like, trust me, it's going to get hard. Yeah. And then got to like the third phase yeah. and I'm like, right, this one, we're, we're good. Yeah. You know, like you can lift, uh, you know, she's strong, hits all those strength markers that we talk about. Yeah. Um, and then this one, she was like, holy shit, like this is so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, but she's like, I can see why you did what you did. The foundation first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I can actually complete the sessions. And I, like, and she's moving like good weight. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like walking lunch with like 15 kilos each hand, man. Fuck. Yeah. For yeah. like 10, Please. like 20 reps, man. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I hope my guys are listening. Yeah. yeah. So I hope I shot at someone who knows that I'm I, talking to. I them. hope some of mine are listening too. <laughs> um, but you, you know what I mean? It's like, like now we're in a position where precision, foundation, strength, like, yeah. you know, we've got everything. So it's yeah. like, this is where we actually go to work. Yeah. You know, this is where like we get really good results, mm-hmm. you know, like we get good results. This is where you like, you take that step into the upper echelons of like, yeah getting results quickly, yeah. you know, um, looking a certain way, like that's the next step. And that's the step people don't get because they either get hurt or they yeah. just do shit exercise. Yeah, they don't see progress so they quit. It's not training. Yeah. It's exercise. Yeah. Yeah, in my opinion. I agree. I'm glad we, I thought we were going to come to loggerheads on that one. No, so. man. Um, 100%. And, and I think all of that boils down to an intelligent program and intelligent execution. Yeah, and being taught, being taught. Yes, it's like you need to know how to lift weights well and you need to have a program that's actually thought out of everything that's Mm. in there from the exercise selection to the sets, the reps, the placement in the workout, the placement in the week, um, the RPE or undulating volume or whatever it is, whatever whatever variable you're manipulating to increase load over time, like... All that shit needs to be thought about. And if you don't feel like you can do that yourself, yeah. find someone that can. Um, we're happy to help I, you. I eat us. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh, shameless plug. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, sorry, it is. Man. If you want to go learn it from the RP website or the Juggernaut website or yeah. all the, like, Ben Pakowski, Jordan mm. Shallow, uh, who else have I learned from? Um, they're probably the main ones that are taking programming advice from. Mm. If you want to go learn everything that they've ever put out, 
mm. and piece it together and put that system together yourself, do it. Do it. Awesome. Hundred yeah. percent. We need more people out there that are learning it. Yeah. If you don't have the time, or you it's just not that far up the priority list you want to go that for you? shit. You want to outsource it? Come cool. Here. Come and see me. Yeah. Come here. We'll do it for you. Yeah. Or if like we're too scary and you want, we can tell you someone else that's yeah. good as well. Yeah. Um. And uh, I think the last thing to like on all those various of the programs, like then we need to be like a tiny bit reactive as well, just reflecting on what, like how it's working, yeah, collect how data. it's not working. You know, I was saying to my client the other day, like nothing's ever set in stone. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. you can do. Um, I was saying this this morning. Like I said, you can do your, you can do this exercise here on this day if it feels good, but if it doesn't feel good. You can do it later in the session yeah. or whatever. Like at the end of the day, it's you know we need to be a tiny bit yeah, reactive like that, in terms of our approach. That exact yeah. program that we were talking about, I've actually the first week I did it, I had both girls that started it were like my lower back's niggly. Yeah. I'm like okay, and I went in straight away and changed three exercises. Mm. How'd you feel? Fine, hundred yeah. percent, awesome. Yeah. Because on paper looks good, yeah. In in its practical form, it's a different story. Yeah, so and it, it, that comes back to that earlier conversation of just being able to take feedback, data, criticism, yeah. open and willing to be wrong, open and willing to learn all yeah. the time. If it's you're called, a good coach, it's called you. being curious. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's your, your favorite. Like when we have a guest, I'm just curious. It's cool. Well, it's, right. it's working out why. That's another hashtag for the hoodie, Tim. Yeah. Well, it's working out why. Like, I think, and again, like on, when I saw the interview with Kobe Bryant, he's like, they, he looks for curiosity in people. Yeah. So he's like, if you're a curious person, I want yeah. you. Yeah. You know, you're in my team. You're in my inner circle. You're part yeah. of my business. You know, because you're always searching. Being curious is, there's many le- levels to being curious. Yeah. And it's like you're finding out why you want to know if anything could be better. Yeah. You're looking to make, to improve things. Yeah. You know, you're able to reflect on what's not working. You know, so it just sums everything up so good. Like yeah, when I, like said, and I was just like, just nodding my head and I was like, that is it. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Matt. STCfit.com for all your online PT needs. So yeah. fat loss is a 28 day challenge running yeah. at the moment that Amy can help you out with. You also have the strength and the physique program on there as yeah. well, which all of these variables have been considered for. Um, what is it now? Jason Galea. Jason physique coach. Just right. search that into Instagram. I've made it very simple now. Just search Jason Galea. It. It'll come up. Yeah, it's um, just so much easier. And that's G-A-L-E-A. Know. Ben Scott SC yep. and then STC Fit Learning for all things podcasts uh, our level up content kind of more of yep. this like nerdy shit that we talk about yeah that's Good. it sweet yeah I need some food we'll see you next time bye ladies